They're the Combini Boys. They're the Combini Boys. They're the Combini. They're the Combini. They're the Combini. They're the Combini Boys. Hey everybody, welcome back to the Combini Boys podcast. This week we're talking about the chocolate, the myth, the legend, Black Thunder. Black Thunder is one of the most legendary chocolate sweets that you can find here in Japan, and we wanted to finally take some time and take a deep dive into this amazing little snack. Now let's head over to the Gumbini. Hey, Mike. Hey, Matt. How's it going? Oh, it's going well. Um, you know, this could be the year, Mike. This could be the year where I uh, reach my full golfing potential. So um, that's been an exciting development. Supination is what I'm working on, keeping that left wrist from cupping at the top of the backswing. That's what they call supination. So, uh, yeah, so far, you know, doing well. What's going on with you? How's how's Kurobe? Wait a second, Matt. You're not going to tell our listeners? That uh, second time in your life. This is big news. Eagle, ladies and gentlemen. All right, sure. Happy to talk about an eagle. Yeah, so uh, par five, uh, 536 yards, and um, just hit a mammoth tee shot. I mean, I couldn't hit that ball any harder. Had about 250 into the green, okay? Pull out the old three wood. Got those three wood when I was 16 years old. It's King Cobra offset. Flexible shaft, which I don't like because I do have, you know, I got a bit of a swing on me, so it's not, it's not tuned to my liking, but, um, hey, give it a rip, Mike, and hit a little draw, little baby draw, and uh, comes up about five yards short of the green. I chip in for eagle, just like in, uh, you know, I chip in a lot on PGA 2K yeah. 23 or 22, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. It was just like that. Chipped in for Eagle Mike. And then I dropped a second. You know, I was like, oh, I wonder if I could do that again. So still, you know, back 250. Hit another three wood just, uh, you know, for fun. Put it on. Put it on the green. 250. 250. Put it on the green. About uh, 20 feet from the cup. Two putt for birdie. But my real ball was the one I chipped in for Eagle. Jesus Christ! Thank, my, congratulations, Ben. And that was that was your second eagle of second of eagle life. of my life. First one, I think I was fourteen years old. Dennis Highlands, I think it was hole seven. Um, had a four iron, Mike, long iron. Okay, I was down at the bottom of a hill. You had to hit over a hill into a blind green, and I had to go mm. over a tree. Not not easy to do. Four iron, tough to get in the air. I'm 14 oh, yeah. years old now, maybe mm. 15. And I hit this thing. I couldn't hit this far and it just launches over the tree. Yeah. Pull up to the green, can't find the ball. My dad and I were both pissed off because you know, you hit a good shot. You wanna you wanna keep playing the ball. It's terrible mm. when you lose a ball and a great shot. My dad looks in the cup. The damn ball's in the cup. Damn. One of the greatest moments of my life to this day. What did your dad say when he saw it? Was he what? like, whoa, <laughs> oh, no. 
I think he started, you know, he started like, you know, he was getting on like uh, selling, sending telegrams. World War, he, he had like a press release. You know, he was pumped up because my golf is my dad's favorite thing. So he was very yeah. excited that his son just yeah. took an eagle with a four iron. That was about 180, by the way. 180 out. Still remember that. With a four yeah. iron. Four yeah, iron. All right. it, yeah. All right, ladies and gentlemen. So I would say probably. <laughs> One percent of our listeners understand golf. So, an eagle what is when you hit two strokes under. So normally, like on a you have a par five, that means like if you hit five, you hit the ball five times and it goes in the hole. That's like a normal score. If you hit one less, it's called a birdie. And if you hit one even one less, it's an eagle. And an eagle is extremely rare. Like a normal golfer, yeah. a normal golfer might not ever have an eagle in their life. So man matt that's super exciting yeah. well on the topic of golf now that we're changing topics to <laughs> golf on this podcast i'm hitting the rain or i'm hitting the the course tomorrow with my father-in-law nice. matt so i'm super excited about that but all right matt <laughs> i'm super excited though because today we're talking about oh, something okay. that we haven't talked about we haven't given it its proper time matt we're talking about one of the great legends of the Combini. Um, yeah. Matt, what, what are we what are we talking about today? We're talking about Black Thunder, Mike. No, Black Thunder, I think everybody knows Black Thunder. Um, it's extremely popular. It's done well in the Combini tournament both times. Mm-hmm. Everybody knows it, I think primarily, not just for its great taste, but rock bottom price, Mike. You can buy yes. a black. I think a black thunder costs thirty five yen these days to buy a black thunder. That's thirty five cents. Thirty five, ladies and cents. gentlemen. Well, wait, That's wait, wait. Before, sorry, Matt. Before we get into it, can we just give like the base explanation for our moms? You know, for the oh, for, what, for is, few what, is, might, oh what is black thunder? Black what thunder. is black thunder? thunder? It's a chocolate bar mm-hmm. that has uh, puffed rice, crispy mm-hmm. rice. Mm-hmm. studded throughout it and has kind of like an airy um filling like it kind of mm-hmm. like that arrow uh chocolate from ferrero mm-hmm. uh except this has puff rice in it so it's, yeah. it's a chocolate bar with puff rice and like a light airy chocolate uh inside mm-hmm. and um mm-hmm. i happen to have a cross-section handy mic oh you know, boy n- nothing's more helpful for a podcast than a visual yes and um the, th- the thing about Black Thunder is it's uh, very crispy. It's very satisfying yeah. to eat, uh, in addition to being very tasty. Um, but, you know, we, we looked into this, Mike, and uh, it's been around for some time. It, it mm-hmm. opened in 94. Black Thunder was first sold in 1994. Mm-hmm. Um, but it didn't really gain any sort of uh, popularity until the mid to actually late 2000s. It was right when I entered Japan, really, Mm -hmm. uh, when we came to Japan, 2008-ish time, that Black Thunder really took off. And it's because the company employed a pretty clever strategy. They they targeted university students Mm -hmm. uh, because the rock bottom price. And then uh, it really blew up when they sponsored a 
Japanese gymnast at the Olympics. Mm-hmm. There was mm-hmm. a Black Thunder sponsorship, and this really took things uh, took things off for Black Thunder. And now you find it in every single konbini. Uh, you find it all over the place. It's super popular. Mm-hmm. They're doing all kinds of collabos. Um, and they've released all kinds of flavors, Mike. I mean, um, they've they've had, according wow. to their website, over thirty eight different flavors Good of God. Black Thunder. Uh, pretty mm-hmm. impressive. Also, <clears throat> you know, they have some. Their strength, I think, is marketing. Mm-hmm. You know, if you go on their website and you hover over any of the links, the links rumble. Oh yeah, uh, that's pretty clever. You know. Yeah. Uh, and then if you look at their Twitter feed, they have this incredibly clever campaign where they try to explain what else you could buy for 35 yen, but they have ridiculous things. Mm-hmm. So for instance, they say you can buy 84 grams of rice. Okay. Not okay. Bad. Yeah. Uh, but then they have, you can buy 6.3 millimeters of travel toward the International Space Station. They did the math, Mike. I checked it out. Sounds pretty sound. Sounds like a pretty good deal, actually. For Black Thunder or travel toward the International Space Station? Yeah, 30, 30 cents to travel through six millimeters towards the six International millimeters, Space Station. Six millimeters. Six millimeters. Yeah. Three inches. <laughs> okay. So, um, yeah, Black Thunder. No, it, six millimeters. Six millimeters. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, so you could buy like a quarter slice of a convenient cake. Or yes, any cake exactly. And for the same amount of money, it's probably cheaper to travel to the International Space Station than it is to buy cater a wedding. With a, with a <laughs> anyway, yeah. But Black Thunder, uh, tremendous product. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, yeah. And, you know, they, they have some side things that, they, again, marketing is their strength, Mike. So they've pivoted mm-hmm. the product in all kinds of ways. For instance, they have Black Thunder toast. Mm-hmm. And this is toast that comes pre-spread with wow. Black Thunder sauce, kind of like Nutella. All oh. you got to do is take the ba- the bread out of the bag, put it in the toaster, and then you eat it. And it's got, oh uh, you don't need a spread. The spread's already on the bread. Oh and then they God. do collabos, Mike. There's a confectionery mm-hmm. in Nagoya called Piodin. All they do is make cute baby chicks. These little miniature cakes shaped like baby chicks. These are outstanding mm-hmm. little baby chicks. I encourage everybody to check out our Twitter feed to see them or go to podin.co.jp to check these out. They have a Black Thunder baby chick, Mike. It's uh, it's all black with mm-hmm. little red wings and then mm-hmm. a lightning bolt coming out of, oh, its, yeah. coming out of its skull. Mm-hmm. But... Yeah, Mike, uh, Black Thunder, a storied history for the last yeah. uh, 20 years or so. Uh, and uh, I would say universally loved. Universally loved. I agree. Yeah. And I'd just like to, you know, push one more time of how great this is. I mean, it's it's very simple. Like you said, it's just those three simple ingredients, um, chocolate and uh, cookie. Uh, like oh, it's a cookie. cookie. Well, like a cookie-ish sort of um, cookie bar rice. sort of thing, but and puffed rice. So it's got the two crackles. You know, you got the you know the cookie crackle, and then you got the rice. You know, puffed rice crackle. And um, Matt, I like you were saying, like we came right when Black Thunder was like 
stonks, you know, like going through the roof. I remember the first time I heard about Black Thunder, I, I was there in 2007, right before they really blew up, I think. And um, the first time I found it was um, some kids at our school for like a, some sort of like um, fundraiser were selling mm. snacks and I they, they had a Black Thunder and I, I got one. I was just like, damn, this is good. And I remember I was... Um, did you ever meet Erica? I don't know if you met Erica who was living in the Noto, but we were neighbors mm -hmm. and yeah, um, I knew Erica well. Oh, that's right. You knew Erica. Yeah. And she had actually bought a big box of these from these from these kids. And uh, Matt, I'm not proud to say this. I hope Erica's not listening because um, she actually went on a trip, um, Matt, and she had bought this big box of black um, big box of uh, Black Thunders and um, when she went on our trip, she left her key to the apartment in with me. And uh, Matt, I was so like crazy for these black thunders. <laughs> I went into her apartment, oh I took God. one and I ate it, Matt. That's oh how just crazy. One? Yeah, just one. Well, that's impressive. There was a whole box of black thunder there. You you no, I couldn't do apartment that. so you could just eat one. I would, yeah, no, I was a, it was a stealth move, but I did tell her and I apologized. <laughs> Got her some more black thunders. But um, this is what I'm saying, Matt. Like, it, it seems like just like, hey, okay, like a little snack, but this thing is special, Matt. And you introduced a couple of, um, you know, uh, uh, collabos that are going on. I want to um, just... Um, uh, one that really, uh, that just recently, and we actually talked about on the podcast, um, but uh, that I wanted to share was uh, recently at Family Mart. Family Mart had a huge like tie up with um, Black Thunder where they introduced these three. Yeah. These three items, Matt. We've got the Finanche. I don't know what that is. Some sort of cookie. Yeah. We've got the Black Thunder tart. Mm-hmm. It was so good. And then mm. we've got the one that, you know, got me. That was the chocolate shoe, Matt. That was a Black Thunder shoe. It was also the brownie. Is that a brownie? I guess that's a... Oh. White block? What block Thunder. This is... Sh block Thunder, Matt. Yeah, Block Thunder. <laughs> block Thunder. What yeah, that? I mean, there's a lot of different ways you can take this product. And... It's impressive, you know, right there, Mike, I think the shoe cream is probably the one that appeals to me the most because you mm -hmm. can imagine, and I just learned this recently, but uh, oh. professionally made shoe cream, they bake a little cookie on top of the shoe, so you get a little crispy crust topping. And uh, Black Thunder comes with its own crispy stuff in it, and so you just oh, put yeah. that on top. Mm-hmm. Boom, you got your professionally made Black Thunder shoe cream. How how great is that? That's um great. yeah, limitless. You know what I'm I'm waiting for the Black Thunder banner to show up behind Shohei Otani during the LA Angels game, you know? Because they got some weird Japanese advertisements that go up back there that literally nobody in America knows anything about these products. Mm -hmm. they're just like mm -hmm. straight up rando like you'll see like aluminum manufacturers in japan 
I'm, that's probably an exaggeration, but just like companies that don't have any business in America, they advertise behind Shohei Otani when he's when he's at bat. So I'm waiting for the Black Thunder advertisement. In fact, that would be a great nickname for Shohei Otani, Black Thunder. That's a good point. He's yeah, Showtime and home run. It's oh, crazy. Isn't tough, it? tough to beat Showtime. Showtime's great. That's a great name. Showtime is great. But what a maybe the best japanese person of all time shohei otani he's He's gotta be there you know like um you know black thunder is not sponsoring him yet that's got to be coming i i would hope so maybe if he switches to like the pirates or something like that then you know that's a good idea Yeah. yeah all right okay matt well um everybody get out get some black thunder if you're going to japan you've never had a black thunder just get it it's 30 yen 30 35 yen any convenient any convenient any anywhere pretty much yeah anywhere all right matt well um all right so heading on to the cheeky boris matt this week we've got a couple and i'm happy to say um first off coming out of family mart let's take a look we're looking at the crispy chicken habanero hot matt and i'm having a little bit of deja vu um yeah. What, what what are we looking at here? Yeah, this is the uh, the the crispy habanero, Mike. This is not a chicky. This is the crispy chicken. This mm-hmm. is the one where they uh, have like a chicken tender that they uh-huh. really batter heavily, oh, yeah. and then fry it. So you get a ton of uh, you know, it looks kind of like uh, surface of Mars. There, tons of surface area to get fried, and this is the habanero flavor on Twitter, Mike. People were loving. The mm-hmm. habanero flavor crispy chicken. So I think this will be a welcomed return for yeah. this particular boneless chicken product. Yes, it will. For me as well, Matt. I'm I have come to be quite the crispy chicken lover. And the habanero hot is was great. I often get one of each. I get a plain and I get a habanero hot, Matt. I'm telling you, these are great. So I can totally understand the enthusiasm uh from people uh throughout the twitter sphere um all right matt going on to our next chicky here we're coming out of lawson matt and we are looking at the um this is the <laughs> all right the kansha kangen challenge kinen showings this is like a, a challenge product for giving thanks um this is the uh <laughs> This is the seafood butter soy yes. sauce flavor, Matt. Karaage-kun, what are you thinking about this? Well, I got to believe this is tied into celebrating Karaage-kun's 30th anniversary. Ah, yes. I yep. think that's what this is connected with. Uh, mm-hmm. So I suspect maybe this is a return flavor, although, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know, if... How many times can you serve butter seafood flavor chicken and get away with it? Um, I'm not sure. Uh, so definitely a suspicious uh, flavor. The cover too, little troubling with the old yeah. man dressed as a chicken, mm-hmm. uh, looking very excited. Uh, looks sort of elderly actually with Karaage Kun uh, mm-hmm. celebrating the return of the uh, Butter seafood soy sauce flavored chicken nugget. Mm-hmm. 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 
Yeah, I don't know what to make of this one, Matt. Um, like you said, I, there's the word challenge in here, but I think it's just, yeah, like you said, probably like that's giving idiot. back. I don't giving know. back what for like, you know, the Why things. challenge for, in there? You know, the, everything's a challenge, you know, <laughs> in a good sense, I guess. I, I don't know. But I don't know about this flavor, to be honest. I, I don't want to know about this. Flavor. I don't. I don't want to know about this flavor, like the seafood butter soy sauce. I mean, what would you? What kind of marketing campaign would McDonald's need to run to successfully sell butter seafood? You'd probably have to put customers mm. in chains with a gun to their head to get them to eat that. <laughs> you know, that's a good point. Yeah. No, I. I'm gonna get it. I'll say that I'm intrigued, but. Um, I, I can already imagine that like sort of like fakeish seafoodish flavor and with butter and then soy sauce. yeah man I don't know I'm, I'm what not about tartar sauce maybe tartar sauce saves us tartar sauce that's a good point they do have that good technology yeah something to think about all right Matt well going on to our last uh, chicky this week and this is the baby chicky I don't Sorry about it. I didn't actually um, prepare for this. I think you you post this one, the baby chicky. Yeah, this is called the. Right? Uh, this, yeah, this is out of Lawson, Mike. They're calling it the choy chicky. Choy chicky. Uh, choy means uh, just little. Mm-hmm. And so uh, we're talking about a baby chicky here, Mike. And I think it's just a small L chicky. Oh. I think that's what this is. Although you know, you're looking at the inside of it, and I gotta say. Mm. Very little of that looks like chicken. Chicken, yeah. <laughs> it's hard to describe. Um, sort of like a tannish. I don't know what that is. But you're looking at a chicky. Who knows what you're eating with that stuff? You know, it's so it's so juicy. Oh but God. yeah, this I don't know. That kind of looks like. Um, it almost looks closer like a pet food than it does a chicken. I don't know. It does look weird. It looks weird. It looks like liquid. It almost looks like like a like a chicken soup. Maybe, maybe, or something. maybe that's the end game where it's <laughs> you know you you achieve you know it's like the singularity of chicky where eventually it just all becomes liquid. Oh, maybe that's what this is. Maybe it is. Maybe they've crossed the threshold where, you know, (laughs) there's no turning back, you know? Although I, to be honest, Matt, let's, let's be honest one second here. I wouldn't be surprised if all chickies are at some point mostly liquid (laughs) and then reconstructed into some sort of chickenish sort of thing. But yeah, I, I see what you're saying. Like we've with some we've talked about, everything in the future probably is going to be in bags, coolish, you know, those like jellies, <laughs> and the chicky. So yeah, I agree. All right, uh, Matt. Well, um, interesting though. I'm interested in this. We'll I have like- to look into that because you know yeah. I like you know a chicky isn't that big, so yeah. I don't know if there really a need for a baby chicky. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. But worth checking out, you know, let's go, let's go have a peek. You know, I, I think this will, I'd like to see this on at the, get the, at the Gemba segment. 
without a doubt, I'll be getting it. And I'm excited because, and I'll talk about it later, but we recently talked about the Dekakara Age-kun and then, right. you know, now we're talking about like a mid-sized chicky, like again, are we going to have getting, a whole range? <laughs> yeah. It's, it's getting to be like, you know, car companies with, you know, you got your, your mini crossover, you got your crossover, you got your midsize SUV, you got your SUV, you got your big SUV. I yeah. mean, how many of these do we really need, everybody? Yeah, everybody, you know, not that many, that's for sure. So everybody just yeah. buy a Ford Bronco and be happy. Just, yeah. <laughs> All right. On to the scoreboard, Mike. Let's take a look at the numbers this week. Family Mart's got 50 new items. Lawson, 46. 7-Eleven, 110. Mini Stop, 22. Daily Yamazaki, 9. Seiko Mart, 7. New Days, 30. Any thoughts on those numbers, Mike? Lawson. Awesome. Kind of plentiful. I, I didn't yeah. notice if there was a reason for that, but um, yeah. It's all real stuff, too. It's not yeah. like they're not doing like a like a fanny bag campaign or something like this. Do you think Did we're going to see right? the fanny bag? Fanny, bag. No, fanny pack. Fanny pack. Yeah. Um, my question is, Matt, are we going to see the day in the future sometime where Lawson on average has more items than Family Mart? I guess that's the only thing I kind of think, you know. I guess we're going to find we'll find out. Lawson, you know, tends to play the quality game, so tough to maintain quality with high variety yeah all right let's take a look at our winners and losers we spend hours going through all of these items and um mike we'll start off with your loser this week let's see what you got wow mm. it's gonna be controversial mistake? no this is uh i was trying to be in an edgelord here matt you know i'm trying to stir up the uh stir up the some controversy here. And also, I just kind of wanted to get your thought on this. So what do we got here? We're at Mini Stop, the Nomu Haru Haru Soda Pine Fumi Mat. So this is um, Ooh, okay. Mini Stop, we know is a, uh, <laughs> they're hollow, hollow. I mean, you've gone through the history of this. Legendary. Legendary, absolutely amazing. This uh, ice cream, you know, sweet dish that they have. Um, but this is the drinkable hollow hollow soda pine flavored Fumi essence flavored um, drink mat. Um, and the color is almost looks like if you took like you took some pineapple juice and mm. put some ice cream in there and let it sit until it you know dissolved kind of this like creamyish yellowish uh flavor so matt i don't know like what do you think about this is this something you'd want to get well i would want to try it i mean we're talking about a essentially like a drinkable ice cream sundae mm -hmm. uh mm -hmm. hollow hollow is uh usually like a fruit based ice cream sundae mm -hmm. and here it's pineapple um, yeah. so I, I would think it would taste kind of like a cream soda mm -hmm. and I do like cream soda where I get skeptical mm -hmm. is with the foo me, like foo me. we see, as soon as you see that foo me, you know, this should be on every JAL and ANA flight going into Japan. You should all remember <laughs> two characters, everybody. Yeah. And unfortunately one is kind of complicated, the foo, yes. the kaze, 
the mm-hmm. wind flavor. The wind flavor. <laughs> um, and, you know, Mike, they get away with a lot because of that mm-hmm. foo me. You know, mm-hmm. you can call anything whatever as long as you add foo me to it. We've seen... We've seen things like uh, the famous, the, the pizza, the pizza, what was that? The mm-hmm. pizza chip, pizza flavored pizza toast or something like mm-hmm. that. That had a lot of foo-me going on. Oh, yeah. Yep. So, yep. I don't know. I like the idea of like a cream soda based mm-hmm. on the hollow hollow, but a little worried about that foo-me there. Yeah. We're going to have to, someone who's near a mini stop, if you're out, pick this up, let us know. But yeah, we might have to do a special episode just on foo-me. Fumi. That's a good idea. Yeah. 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 Wind taste, everybody. Keep your eye out Wind for that. Wind taste. <laughs> All right. On to my loser this week, Mike. Uh, you know, we haven't picked up anything from Daily Yamazaki in a while. And, um, uh-huh. you know, for good reason. It's just sort of embarrassing, their website still. Um, but I had to, I, I couldn't get over this, Mike. We got the Yan Yomu Chicken Sando Onigiri here. And this looks actually, it sounds pretty good. This is the Yan Yomu Chicken, which is everywhere now. This is some kind of Korean chicken that uses the gochujang for fermented uh, chili paste, which is excellent. Everybody should have this in their pantry. And it's sandwiched inside of an onigiri, but... You wouldn't be able to tell that from the photo here, Mike. This thing looks like it came out of the ashes of a nuclear attack. You know, this is kind of the thing you you find, you know, when you're picking up the body of the of the of the test pilot who crashed and his body incinerated into uh, you know essentially a char broiled uh, carcass. It looks awful. And, you know, come on, everybody. What's going on at Daily Yamazaki? They can't get a deal. And they still haven't figured out the transparent image thing. They got the transparent checkered background mm-hmm. behind the image. Mm-hmm. I can't. It's like, oh, did you upload the transparent? I sure did, boss. Yeah, but I can see the, the background that indicates it's a transparent image. I just, I just want the image. It's like, what is going on there? <laughs> I don't know. I, 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 I struggle. You know, come on. It's, it's, it's. Well, Matt, I. Well, this is quite a stroke of stroke of luck we've had this week because my winner this week was is, is the this Yam Yon Chicken Sandal <laughs> in a game. <laughs> You're kidding. I'm not kidding. I'm not kidding. And I was going to present it in the same way that you did. Um, We haven't, you know, picked anything up from Daily Yamazaki in a while. And here's my backstory. Here's my rebuttal. We've seen a lot of atrocities in terms of onigiris recently, uh, specifically the Sugo Oni series. It's the worst. um, Out of uh, New Days. New Days, yeah. And we've also seen a lot of these like onigiri sandwich things where they're like an open faced yeah. onigiri where rice is just wrapped and the seaweed's wrapped around something. And I looked at this one, Matt, and I thought, <laughs> wait a second. Now, maybe it and I think it might actually be the quality of the picture that makes me like it. I mean, this is the kind of <laughs> junk that I could imagine. And I was out. I'm having a couple beers, you know, I'm on my way home. 
I roll up into Daily Yamazaki somehow. You know, where are you going to find one? I see this map. Are you kidding me? That sloppy gochujang sauce on that chicken. I got to say, Matt, I actually like the look of this. And no joke, this was my winner. This, I don't, this might be the second or third time we've ever had a crossing of paths like this. But um, I totally see your side as well. So I'll say that. I, my criticism, I, this actually, I bet it does taste good. I just feel mm-hmm. like they're doing this product a total disservice by uploading this image. I mean, what is, and there's no, there's no excuse. I mean, what do they got back there? I mean, doesn't somebody have an iPhone that they can just take a photo of this thing and, and upload it? I mean, what is this website? I, I, well, I, yeah. Normally, I would agree with you, but Matt, you know, like back in the day, the early internet, you've only got 16K, you know, <laughs> images. Sometimes you'd see a picture, you'd be like, hey, that's a hot babe, you know, but if you got a, uh, if you got a clear picture, maybe you wouldn't think that. And that's kind of how I feel about this. So this is a very so- specific case of me enjoying this pixelation and you know difficulty of seeing what this actually is all right well i think i think that's an interesting point i think daily Dale yamazaki needs to it needs to it needs like uh facetune yeah for to be Sorry. <laughs> amazing that that was your winner improbable that was my winner yeah improv all right my winner this week mike is out of lawson Ooh. and lawson recently has been you know we've they've always pumped out some of the best sweets mm. out there. I mean, stuff that would really fit inside of a restaurant, not just any restaurant, but like a high-end joint. And the past two weeks, they have issued some of the most spectacular products I've ever mm. seen. And this week is no different, Mike. They yeah. got, oh, this is also part of the thank you challenge. <laughs> okay. <laughs> So this has nothing to do with Karaage. Take that back. Okay. Okay. That seafood chicken that had nothing to do with 30 years of Karaage. Okay. This is the croissant roll chocolate. Mm-hmm. Now, Mike, I don't know if you're staying up to date with the latest on what's hot in like uh, pastry on TikTok and Instagram. I'm not Instagram. I'm not on TikTok, Mike, because we all know that's a Chinese Communist Party spy and propaganda operation. But Instagram, I stupidly go on so I can see amazing yeah. pastry chefs, especially mm-hmm. this guy in France, make a goddamn working bell hanging from a roof out of chocolate and cake. It's incredible what oh this guy God. does. But a big thing right now, Mike, is shaping croissants into all different shapes so you got your circles you got your squares all kinds of stuff and now lawson is doing this and they're making a a circular croissant so it's a tight spiral you know layers of uh butter dough and then they top it with a nice little layer of chocolate dusted with some nuts i am blown away that they're doing this at scale. And it looks like they even have some chocolate pastry cream piped into the croissant, which uh, that that's a big thing you see at these places. In fact, you know, recently in the Boston Globe, I found out a place in Brookline, they are getting customers lining up out the door because of their TikTok uh, presence or Instagram, I can't remember which one, of them hmm. just posting pastries exactly like this. 
Wow. Then people queue in order to take a photo of them eating one of these pastries on their own Instagram and TikTok accounts. So the social media begets more social media. Wow. Um, which is all fucking dumb. But anyway, yeah. um, Loss Impressive that they're pop right onto this uh, this trend. Wow. Um, first off, 192 yen, Matt. That is a nice price. Oh Are you Tell kidding you, me? Probably costs about six bucks at a... Right yeah. Here. With current, like, you know, yen to dollar, that's probably like 150 yen. That's probably like a, a buck 50. What can you mm. buy for a buck 50, Matt? You think you could buy a Black Thunder for a buck 50 in the States these days? I'll tell you what. A buck 50? What will that get you here? I can't remember the last time I bought something for a buck 50. Yeah. Maybe like a, a pencil, an old normal pencil. The a ones used you have to sharpen. I probably a got used. a used pencil <laughs> for a buck fifty. <laughs> At the used, you got a used pencil. All right, Matt. Well, hey, I gotta say, yeah, this is absolutely outstanding. Like, how do they do it? I mean, it it really is just baffling. I, we could probably, Matt, we could strip away everything else and just talk about. Lawson's sweets each week and we'd have plenty of content um you know it's really just out of uh, it's amazing and it just looks great like the number of like like strokes on that uh or the the wraps on that i mean it just looks mm -hmm. beautiful yeah yeah absolutely amazing great great find here all right that wraps up our winners and losers mike it's on to uh my favorite segment each week that's at the gimbo with mike Gimbo, of course, the place where the action happens. Mike, you're in Japan at the Gimbo. Well, what do you got for us this week? All right, Matt. Well, hey, you know, I I gave the spoiler earlier, so I want to talk about the Dekakadai Gekun, Matt. Oh, um, this great. is uh, we talked about this. We said how big this is the Dekakadai Gekun, which means like the big Kadai Gekun, and we're wondering how big is this thing, and um, I'll tell you what, Matt. I was happy with the size. These things are. Maybe two times the size of a normal wow. car. Yeah, that's big. Um, at least one point seven times as large. Um, you can probably go to the super salary man for the official number for the for the official weight and you know diameter. I will say, you know, like normally Leo and I, we many times after preschool we go. <laughs> And we go to, you know, we go to the, the Kombini and we get a, we get some, he likes the Karagekun, Matt. And so oh. I often, um, you know, we'll share a box and I'll give him one or two um, and I'll eat three. But um, with this Deka Karagekun, Matt, he was holding this thing with two hands. <clears throat> two hands. Two hands, Matt. Um, so I got to say, and you know, it's the interesting thing that made me think when you're introducing that, like the, the chibi chicky or whatever is that like half size chicky that we just saw the size of them something does in many ways change the overall mm. experience you know like yeah. strangely like it, it's the same flavor it's the same outside but it's something about like the density or whatever it might be i really enjoyed this man i give it a four stars and i gotta say i'd like to see more big 
uh, Karage-kuns in the future. I'd like to see especially the red. If they bring out a red, mm. that'd be great. So, um, yeah, really, really nice. And um, I was happy with the size. Do you get the same number in a box? You do. You do. Oh, wow. So the box must be bigger. Yeah, it might be. Yeah. Um, but it was filled to the brim. Five, you know, Karage-kuns in there. And um, I was full. Leah was full. It was, uh, yeah, man, very, very nice. All right. Well, that's that's good to hear. And um, I guess next up, we'll have a report on the baby chicky and yeah. then perhaps even the seafood butter soy sauce. That, that's right. We'll, we'll see what happens. But I, I hope next week that, uh, yeah, we can talk about talk about that. All right. Looks like you just deleted the Asahi Nama beer from the list. That's disappointing, Mike. I thought you had your hands on one of those amazing cans that... Uh, well, all right. Well, then I deleted it, but I'll show it to you right here, Matt. <laughs> this is the Asahi Nama beer, Matt. Um, and this has been around, I'd say, for about a year now. Um, I first had it when I bought a box for my father-in-law at Obon, or no, not Obon, at uh, New Year's. And Matt, Asahi, you know what Asahi's known for? The super dry, Matt, that gray yeah. can, silver can, um, super dry. So it's kind of like it has, you know, like a nice carbonated like kick to it. But this is a really smooth and nice beer, Matt. And uh, it's become, hmm. I would say, my go to hmm. in the sort of class of the Ebisu and those sorts of beers. This oh, is a little bit high class. So not trying to not, enter the luxury market. Yeah, not as high as Ebis. This is about 290 yen, and Ebis is like 320 yen. Okay. But very, very nice, ladies and gentlemen. Take a look at that. A very, you know, pristine and nice, you know, it elegant is a nice can. can here. Yeah, yeah so, beautiful can. I thought you were going to share one of those that you pop the whole top off, and then it starts to, like, foam uncontrollably. Oh. No, yeah. no. This is just a standard. They call it just the Asahi Nama beer, the Adu Elfu, the Adu Elf, Maru Elf, Ma, sorry, Maru F, Maru F. Maru F. Yep. All right. Kind of misleading there. It's not a Nama beer, it's a, but anyway. It's a beer. All right. That wraps up this week's episode, everybody. Thanks for listening. A special thanks to everybody who's been supporting the podcast and newsletter financially. Uh, you can do that by subscribing to our newsletter or heading over to uh, buymeacoffee.com and buying us a chippy. Um, you can, again, subscribe to our new newsletter at conveniboys.substack.com. It's a weekly newsletter. We provide more of the latest and greatest from Japan's great convenience stores. Be sure to subscribe and rate the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. And you can watch us on YouTube, believe it or not, subscribe and like. And, of course, check us out on um, thanks everybody for listening and Mike, I'll see you at the convenience. See you at the convenience, Matt.